your ability to persuade others is one of the most powerful resources you will ever discover. During this eye-opening podcast, you'll join Wayne Sutton as you uncover the secrets of influence based upon science and proven in the real world. When I first published my book a number of years ago, in fact, I've published a number of books. I don't remember which exactly one it was, but I had someone reach out to me and say, "Wayne, you know the first, the first few letters of the word authority is actually the word author, and when you author a book, you bring authority." Now, this was a number of years ago, and it's, there's more and more books. You know, self-publishing's easy now, so being an author doesn't carry the same weight of authority as it did a number of years ago. But it still holds authority, and a good thing is. Every level of authority, every level of authority leads you higher in the status of your prospects, of your clients, of your followers. And again, it may be that one shred of evidence they need to go, wow, they have a book. They have a best-selling book. They have a book. They have multiple books, whatever it is. And again, remember, when you're going through your journey here, personal branding, your books, your demeanor, your language, everything is about persuasion. So now I'm going to go through actually today, since we're talking about authority, I'm not going to talk about books. We will discuss that soon. In fact, I've got a new book coming out, The Secrets of Instant Rapport. So if you do not follow us, be sure to, so you can grab a copy of that. It will be out within the next 30 days. But there's three types of authority, essentially three types of authority. And so this is, I'm going through again, my notebooks, my uh, hard drive, my thumbnail, or thumb drives, all of these things uh, from my notes from my mentors. And here's three types of authority I want you to grab a hold of. Number one is social, number two is forceful, and number three is perceived. Now, social, social authority is... It's developed throughout our normal behavior, our culture, and it will be different for different people because it depends where you were born, what's the culture of that region. It will include respect for people in that culture, elders, or lack thereof. It goes back to manners, how you treat someone. Do you make eye contact or is eye contact forbidden? Is there a smile? Is there a nod of the head? Like how do you approach people? Think about the word culture itself. There's different cultures with different beliefs. So social authority really is developed through a culture. And these dictate how you should dress for work, for church, for at home, uh, sporting events, how you should dress, how you should act to people what you do when someone is rude, the way you respond. What do you do when someone needs help, the way you respond. Social authority. So this is important because you need to recognize your social authority, but also recognize the people around you. They may not respond the way that you would like them to or you would expect them to, but what was their social authority? What was their background? What is their well, who has trained them, indoctrinated them in the way that they should treat people? Now, so social authority, write that down. Number two, forceful authority. 
Now, this is where we think about a police officer, a judge, uh, somebody that has laws and government regulations. If we follow this rule, we're good. If we break this rule, it's bad. Forceful authority. Teachers, your parents, grandparents, someone that could say, you need to do this, and if you didn't, there was a consequence. This is forceful authority. And we start recognize this at a young age. When we're told yes or no, or do this or don't do that, sit, stay, <laughs> forceful authority. And last but not least is perceived authority. Now, perceived is when we assign authority. We, we see someone, we assume they have authority, or we give them authority in our life, whether they're a legitimate authority figure or not. Now, this happens a lot when we see someone that takes leadership. A number of years ago, there was a gentleman named Chris, and Chris came in. He's working the same position I'm working. It's a number of years, probably 10 plus years ago. And we're in the corporate world. He comes in, but it was something different about his voice. It was just something different. He didn't tolerate any office gossip. He would step up and make very strong statements. He just displayed levels of leadership and authority that some people resisted, but most people fell in line with. In fact, even though he was not in any kind of leadership or authority, many people would go, wow, I wonder what Chris would say about this, or let's go talk to Chris about this. And so that level of authority was given to him. It was perceived. And later he became somebody of leadership because he primed the situation. So let's think about this. In your life, you have social authority, forceful authority, perceived authority. But how do you get people to follow you, to vote the way you want them to vote, to buy your product or service, to, you know, have a healthy relationship with you? Notice how they respond to social authority. How do they respond? And what I mean by that is go out to dinner. See how they treat the waitress, the hostess. Good situations and bad. Notice how they respond or their even their reaction to government leaders, police officers, etc. And then notice where they take leadership and where they fall into the level of perceived authority. Who do they allow to be an authority in their life, even if they're not a legitimate authority? Does that make sense? So I want you to go back and write these down. Social, forceful, and perceived authority. Now, in our sales training, we'll show you how to do this on a sales call, in conversation in your pitch, how to bring in levels of social, forceful, and perceived authority, and in doing so, gain compliance, sell more, and really build a great business. Now, this also, we're, not, we're talking about how we'll use it in sales and persuasion and marketing, but remember, remember guys, influence yourself, influence others, impact the world, means you have to influence yourself first. Where are you at in social authority? That is good or bad? And, and here's the most important question. 
where are you where does that need to be or should I say where does that need to be changed inside of your own walk with social forceful and perceived authority what is real what have you allowed to become part of your life that needs to be changed until next episode be sure to subscribe follow like all that fun stuff and be sure to join us at yourpersuasioncoach.com god bless Go to yourpersuasioncoach.com for more powerful resources on how to influence yourself, influence others, and impact the world.